Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond Organic Sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you. Marinero, the sick podcast, the football extravaganza. And joining me, your NFL fantasy football expert from the NFL Network, Adam Rank. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to be on with you. I do notice, though, that I used to be the closer. Now they're like the Dodgers rotation. I'm having to come in first, which is fine. I'm happy to do it, but I, and it, always to be in your presence is always a Thank delight. you. Thank you. You and I are both very happy to do this. And let's... Uh, to make everyone aware, we do it primarily for the money. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> hey, uh, you're in a very good mood. I thought you would be in a not so good of a mood because last week your favorite team, the Chicago Bears, was on the losing end of things. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers owning your team? Well, I hope he's moving us to Arlington Heights in a new facility some point in the future. But honestly, I think the best way to look at it was captured by Cole Komet, who grew up as a Bears fan. So he's had to endure this along with us. And he understands like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers definitely has a point. When you beat a team 22 out of 27 times, you you definitely do have some bragging rights. And there's nothing that we can say about it until we go out there and start beating them. And honestly, like, I don't mind when a professional athlete says something like that. Like, have fun with it. James Jones, one of my colleagues, I would consider him a good friend. You know, he was, we were joking around with it and like, listen, I, I appreciate that as a fan, but you yeah. have to understand it's what makes it so enjoyable. In 2018, the bears wrapped up the NFC North by beating the green Bay Packers. Eddie Jackson intercepted Aaron Rodgers' pass. Uh, Khalil Mack sacked him without using his hands. Those type of things are more special because we hate Aaron Rodgers so much. So hopefully he sticks around long enough for Justin Fields to get the better of him at some point. And I think it's closer than a lot of people think. 
It's a sick podcast. The show is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Go to myessentia.com slash sickpod and use code sickpod for a free pillow with your purchase. Essentia Beyond Organic Sleep. If you were sleeping during that game between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears, what we're referring to is not only the Packers beating the Bears, but the camera zooming in on Aaron Rodgers, and you could see him and hear him say, I still own you. And uh, it made the rounds, by the way. That's what we're talking about. A lot of people assumed that this could be Aaron Rodgers' final year with the Packers and or in the NFL. Based on some of the things he said over the past couple of weeks, it looks like he's still got some football left in him, huh? Oh, yeah. He's still definitely a good football player. And whether it's for the Green Bay Packers next season, if he moves on to be the quarterback of, let's say, the Pittsburgh Steelers or something like that, I don't know. I'm not going to try to predict the future right now. But, yeah, he's still definitely a good player. We talk about Tom Brady playing well into his 40s, perhaps his 50s. Aaron Rodgers seems like that kind of person that's got a number of years left in him as long as he has the motivation to go out there and lose in the NFC Championship game every year. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I did that slip out? I didn't mean I don't mean to sound salty or anything. You're a naughty boy, let me tell you. All right. So every week there are teams that are off on the uh, bye week, of course. But there's teams this week that have put up an awful lot of points and have played some pretty exciting football. The Bills coming off a loss. The Cowboys coming off a big win. The Chargers coming off a loss, but still always very exciting. How does that affect your fantasy football? It's by again, as we're referring to it, because there's very good teams on a bye. I have a team that has Josh, uh, uh, Josh Allen, Austin Eckler. I stacked Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs because I thought I was going to be very clever. And I also had picked up Mike Williams. So I'm like, I might as well just take the loss because otherwise I'm going to be spending all my time going through the waiver wire. But the good news is, is there's a number of quarterbacks at least that are going to be available to you that are very good. Matt Ryan, you know, is coming off a bye week and he's played pretty well. That's one of the things that this year he got off to that slow start with the Arthur Smith offense. But over the last couple of weeks, he's had at least two touchdown passes in his last four. He's coming along. Kyle Pitts is starting to show some of the ability that made him a top five pick this season. Calvin Ridley, we're waiting for him to break out and Cordero Patterson. So we're getting some reinforcements back. And again, like Tua Tungavailoa had a nice game against Jacksonville last, last week. Yeah. Good matchup against the, the Atlanta Falcons who are a top five or who have allowed a top five quarterback in three of the last five weeks. So there is some help, but it is, it is, it, it's like playing Tetris in a way. Yeah. So we're trying to work the jigsaw puzzle picking up players and the tight end positions a mess so there's a lot of things going on my nephew alex was at that game by the way in london england my nephew alex from uh montreal quebec canada who uh is a big big soccer fan so decided to go to england for uh eight or nine days to catch three games in the premier league one champions league game and while he was putting together his itinerary and arriving on the sunday morning one of his buddies said to him hey you know that uh, on the Sunday night, uh, the NFL is in London, so he decided to buy a ticket and go to that game as well. It's a pretty nice trip, huh? That is one of the best trips that I could imagine. Like uh, Outside of like working in St. Andrews or something, I don't think that you could have a better trip to the UK. Yeah, uh, my nephew Alex Mangano is definitely living the way we dream. All right, okay. You mentioned something about your fantasy football pool. Josh Allen quarterback, Stefan Diggs. Is, is that a strategy that you actually um, use? Because I've used that before 
You go with the quarterback, you go with the wide receiver, or go with a, you know, this way when one is getting points, nobody else in the pool can get points off the other guy. So you kind of maximize in that way. Is that usually a strategy that you use? There is. When I stack players like that, it's very difficult, though. Let's say, let's use the Josh Allen, the Stephon Diggs one. That one's been a little bit more difficult this season because the Bills have done a really nice job of spreading the ball around. We've seen Dawson Knox who is going to be out for a couple of weeks with that broken hand, but he's really established himself. Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders have both been active in the passing game. And as a matter of fact, when Stephon Diggs caught that touchdown on Monday night, it was his second touchdown pass of the season. He actually tied his brother, Tredavious White, the cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys, in touchdowns on the season. So that one's not been working out. But the other stat, there are a couple other stacks that I like coming into the year. Um, love the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I was getting Justin Herbert, but I was finding it impossible to get Keenan Allen. So I was drafting a lot of Mike Williams. That's probably been the best one so far because Mike Williams has been so great, uh, especially early on in this season. And another one that was sneaky, and I know that our producer will love this one. I really liked having Ryan Tannehill paired with Derrick Henry because those are the only two guys who get rushing touchdowns for the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry obviously had three touchdowns on Monday night, best running back in the game by far. And Ryan Tannehill added a rushing score as well. So it's kind of a nice, that to me was like a sneaky little snack. It's, it's risky, but I do, I, I still find myself doing that an awful lot. Any of the players that Adam brought up, if you want to pick up their Jersey sport for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and our sick merchandise, by the way, use code sick 15 for 15% off on all of their items. You just brought up Derek Henry. He was a catalyst. Of course, on Monday night football, he picked up three touchdowns. What a machine. We knew already how strong he was and how good he was going into the game. But I saw you post on social media that it'll be 2029 by the time people consider <laughs> Derrick Henry as the first overall pick in fantasy football. Why do you think that is? And do you think he's deserving of that right now? You know what? Honestly, uh, a lot of people love to talk about regression. I, they just don't want to believe that people can be great in back-to-back years. And Derrick Henry to me, and if you're in the United States and you watch the NFL Network commercials, there's a clip of me when they do the fantasy show where I'm like, this is not a normal human being. I was talking about Derrick Henry because a lot of times during the, you know, during the days, during the, especially during the off season, players will come into the studios. And one time this legitimately happened in the distance, there was a large human being. And I'm like, Oh, I wonder what lineman is here today. And then I get up close to him. He turns around. It's Derrick Henry. And you're like, this is impossible. Like this, I cannot imagine getting in the way of this human being while he's running full steam. Like it doesn't, I don't understand how people ever tackle him. Like he's incredible. And you saw how fast he runs. There's other guys like no disrespect to some of the other guys. You're like, okay, like if if I had to get in the way of of Andrew Hawkins, I would do it. I wouldn't like it, but I would do it. Derrick Henry feels like that would be a business decision every time that I would just avoid him. And until we have physical evidence that he's not going to be able to do it, I think that he should be considered the top pick every year in fantasy until he decides to hang it up. Well, I don't know about that, but I'll tell you this. After watching the images of his off-season workouts, either running up the hill or in the gym, pushing weights the way he does, I think this guy is the baddest man on the planet. Easily. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's anybody that could compare to him right now. Like he's, uh, 
He's such yeah. a phenomenal athlete. He can do it all. Like he could legit, like if, if he would have just like, somebody could have made him a tackle. Like he could play offensive tackle. He could play defensive end. Like he could do a number of different things, but they're giving him the football and letting him run wild. And thankfully the Titans, and it was Arthur Smith who finally realized like, maybe we should just run him. Like, let's just, yeah, I know the NFL is a passing league and we like to throw it to these satellite backs who get out and space. like, but no, we're just going to run it with Derrick Henry and we're going to be very successful with it. There's a lot of people that thought the Buffalo Bills would beat the Tennessee Titans last week because the Tennessee Titans don't have a very good defense. Right. Uh, their offense is very good. I understand that. But I want to ask you about um, Tennessee this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. What okay, do you well, think? Last, last week, you made the rounds on social media as well. I was the only guy of our group who picked the Tennessee Titans to win that game. We loved it. I know Cash loved it as well. This week is a little bit different. I think Kansas City, and I know Cash loved Kansas City last week, and I'll be interested. I'm going to be listening to what he says about this. But the one thing that we see in the NFL week to week is when these good teams have these emotional wins, it's very difficult to reach that energy level the following week. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs are in a mode right now where they're kind of in a win, like must-win situations. They're looking up at the Chargers. They're looking up at the Raiders. They need to go out there and have a statement win, which seems weird. We didn't walk into this season thinking this was going to be a a statement type of, of game for the Kansas City Chiefs. But here we are, and I think that they're going to – I think it's going to be a very close game. I don't – listen, I think the Titans are very good. They're going to win the AFC South. I think there's no doubt about that. But I really do believe that this is going to be a game that the Kansas City Chiefs win. Okay, very quickly, if you can, in about 30 seconds, give me your must-starts for this week and maybe a sleeper or two. Well, we do love we do love Matt Ryan. I think you got to get him into your lineup. Tua Tungavailoa needs to play. Derek, or Derek Carr. Is also another quarterback you need to get in your lineups, but that also means your sleeper is going to be Henry Ruggs. They're really starting to go vertical with him, so get him into your lineups. We love Daryl Henderson, Damian Harris are good ones, and uh, oh, I had another one and I lost it. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, don't. I'm I'm losing my mind. I think um, Cole Komet is actually a pretty good sleeper tight end. I know a lot of people need tight end help this week, so Cole Komet. I'm a homer. It's going to be my homer pick of the week. Talk to you again next week. Let's go to Ian Rappaport. Cheers, bud. Word on the street with Rap Sheet. Premier insiders in the game from the NFL Network. Ian Rappaport. Hello. What's up, man? Trying to center myself up in the screen, huh? No, it's it's all good. It's all good. I want to start with Baker Mayfield. Does he need surgery? Is this season over? Season is not over, but he does need surgery. So here's where it stands. He has a fully torn labrum on his left side. He is obviously a righty, so he's not going to play in the Thursday night game, um, which is not a surprise. Go, to go from Sunday to Thursday is really just too quick of a turnaround, right? I mean, there's things you can do rehab-wise, but it sounds like it's sore. sounds like it's really tender. It's swollen. Um, just not quite able to come back fast enough to be able to play. The hope is he's able to play nine days from now in their next game. But after the season, because of the torn labor and because of the instability, because of the shoulder popping back in and out, he needs surgery. Now, the hope is that he can play through the season. That is what everybody wants. That is the goal. But I couldn't guarantee it because what if he takes another hit, the shoulder pops back out? Like, you only get so many times to do it before you have to address it right away. Of course. So it's certainly something to watch going forward. From one injury to another, Julio Jones left the Monday nighter. What's his status? I would describe him as, you know, pretty much up in the air. Um, 
I would say in doubt, you know, because for Julio Jones, and he's had several of these hamstring injuries over the years. And, you know, last year was limited because of a hamstring injury. I think only played not uh, eight or nine games. This year it's been missed a couple of games because of a hamstring injury. There's no doubt about it. When Julio Jones plays, the Tennessee Titans are very good. Uh, it's just a matter of him playing. And availability has been one of the things. And there's no disrespect to Julio at all. He just hasn't really been on the field. So, you know, I would say it's a frustrating situation, but you hope it's not something that's a long-term issue. Stefan Gilmore has been practicing with the Panthers. Is he expected to play? Uh, I think the hope is if he comes back okay and keeps improving, that he will play some this week. I don't know that it's going to be a lot, but I think some. And, you know, the main thing is, can he do back-to-back days? Can he practice Wednesday, practice Thursday, not be too sore Friday, get to a point where you can play on Sunday? If he can do that, then he's fine. But remember, you know, they traded for him, and obviously he passed the physical, but they traded for him not fully knowing what his quad was going to be like. You can't give him a physical before you execute the trade, right? So um, I think he's going to be okay but there's no guarantees, and it's probably going to be a little bit of a work in progress just physically going forward for him. The Deshaun Watson trade rumors are heating up. Where is he going to go, Ian, and why? Uh, we'll see if he goes anywhere. You know, I know there's a lot of rumors and certainly a lot of discussion and chat over the past couple of days. People were talking about all sorts of stuff. There was three team trades being tweeted about. Two is going here. Watson's going there. I don't know that any of that's happening right now. I haven't, for one, haven't sensed anything imminent at all with the Sean Watts. I mean, it's, it's people sides are talking, but there's also the civil matter. There's the criminal matter. There's his no trade clause. There's the compensation. It's probably one of the most complicated situations you could ever imagine. So I can't say right now that something definitively is happening. I know there's interest. I also know the trade deadline is November 2nd. So, you know, you hope something is done. And then he can play this season. Um, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't guarantee it at this point. A sip of Cherry River Heart Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives now available in Quebec. Grocery stores and the beer store. Before I ask you my final question for today, which is, if the season were to end right now, who are your three MVP candidates and who is the best of the best and why? All right. We'll start with the big guy who we saw on Monday night, Derrick Henry. How does Derrick Henry not get in the MVP conversation, right? I mean, if you're a running back, I know it's hard. I get it. You're not a quarterback. It's a quarterback award. To me, Derrick Henry should absolutely be there. He is the best player on every field. He's certainly the most valuable player for the Titans, which is supposed to be what the award is about. Um, so I would say, um, you know, certainly Derrick Henry has a shot. Um, I would say Josh Allen with Buffalo certainly has a shot. I mean, he's, their entire offense, he's great. He's dynamic. He is the best player on a really good team. Um, you know, certainly that that would be some someone to watch and keep in mind. And then Lamar Jackson. I mean, they've had so many injuries. And, and probably to me, you know, knowing how these awards work, it's not just who's the best player. It's who had the most impact on their team. They've had so many injuries. They were supposed to have a bad year. Everyone was injured. And then – you know, almost like single-handedly, not really, but almost single-handedly, he kind of wills them back and they become a, on the brink of a playoff team. That is a feather in Lamar Jackson's cap, and I think he's got a decent shot at getting the MVP award. 
Uh, I said it was going to be the last question, but you just opened the door for one more. Why do we forget Tom Brady in this conversation? Like he's on pace for like 50 touchdowns and 6,000 yards. Is it that we're so accustomed to greatness that we think of Brady and then we think of everyone else? So when we talk about certain subjects, we automatically go to everyone else and we forget about the man? Or am I just, am I off base here? No, it's not our fault. It's his fault for being around so long. He's so old. You know, like, it, how, how many times are you going to win it, right? Like, how many times is he – I mean, we know he's very good. I think what happens is everyone – he's here and he's awesome and his team's awesome. Everybody kind of moves on. They do the same thing when discussing who the really good teams are. You know, it's almost like there's – the Bucks are kind of just over here to the side and they're good and they'll win and they'll get in the playoffs and then they'll advance because they probably will. But it's almost like because of Brady partially, we – just kind of like overlook or take for granted how freaking good he is. And I did it too. He literally did not enter my mind. You asked me MVP candidates, Brady did not enter my mind one time. Should have, uh, should have, his team's very good, but he's very good too. Um, but I blame him for us overlooking him just because he's been around so long. You're a top three MVP every year. We'll talk to you again next week in Rappaport. Take it easy, bud. All right, man. Look forward to it. Take Look care. at that smile. It's unbelievable. What a million dollar smile. Cheers, man. It's now time to make some money. It's time for Sick Picks, brought to you by MyBookie. Trey, you can place your bets on MyBookie. Go to mybookie.ag slash the sick podcast and use code SICKPICKS to double your deposit bet, win, get paid. He's at RunMyBets. That's his handle. He's my buddy, Cash. Cash, make me some money, buddy. Make me some money. What's happening, guys? Look, a lot of you guys have been reaching out after the shows and stuff. I really appreciate that, asking me for picks, all that stuff. What I've been getting asked a lot for, Tony, I've been getting asked for parlays. I don't throw out that many parlays on the show. Maybe I should start. Look, I got a parlay for you guys, a hell of a one, a hell of a good parlay for you guys this week, guys. Patriots, Packers, Moneyline, Parlay. Oh, Tony's bringing up the cash. Look, 200 bucks I just saw right there, 220 I want you guys to throw something like that down on this Moneyline Parlay. Guys, Patriots, Packers, I don't see a way either of these teams lose outright. They're playing against Washington and they're playing against the Texans. Guys, these games can get ugly. Get me that money line parlay. Now, Adam was talking about the Chiefs this week. Chiefs minus five and a half. Lines hovering between minus five, minus six. My number is about seven. Guys, I like the Titans for one simple reason. It was a fade spot for the Buffalo Bills. The Bills just came off their Super Bowl game of the regular season where they beat the Chiefs. The Titans are on a high. The spot is on the Chiefs. The Chiefs are playing for their lives right now, guys. The record isn't that great. The division is catching up with them. They got to win games now. I sent out a betting alert last week on the Chiefs, guys. I gave you guys a little hint. The Chiefs last week against the Washington football team was one of my biggest picks. It's going to be one of my biggest picks this week, too. Chiefs minus five. Get that booked up. One last thing for you guys. I'm sprinkling you guys with some gold this week. The Baltimore Ravens are legit. I liked what Ian Rappaport said about Lamar Jackson. I want everyone to put a futures ticket on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. You're getting it at a 10 to 1. Does that mean they're going to win the Super Bowl? Not necessarily, but... If they do get a buy in the AFC, you can hedge yourself on every single game they play and guarantee a profit. I like them to win the Super Bowl, and I like them minus six and a half against the Bengals this week. Get me the Ravens, guys, minus six and a half. I like them in a blowout spot. I like the Chiefs, and I like the Patriots and the Packers parlay. Get all that stuff booked up. I'm looking to sweep this week. This guy's the best. He carries 10 Gs in his pocket every day. I have about $350, the most I've ever had in my life. Uh, those picks that you just gave, I put two units on one, three units on the other. 
and three units again on the other. There you have it. He's my buddy Cash. Follow his picks. I'm Marinero, the sick podcast. Enjoy your football. Salute. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you.